Hey cuties, welcome to Cup of Joy the podcast, created to jumpstart your joy, supersize your soul, and provide a sweet space for your own personal growth. I'm your host, Heidi B, certified food and body coach, life coach, personal trainer, and owner of Joyfully Bee, where I'm obsessed with helping people win the food and body battle and reclaim their joy. I'll share with you stories of people who have shifted their junk to joy and struggles into celebrations to live a life that they love. Each episode is guaranteed to lighten and lift you up. Because on this show, we'll talk truth about topics that block us from living our best life, how to make your body your bestie, and tons of tasty tidbits to make your own cup of joy overflow. Believe it or not, I once lost my joy, but now it's back, and I'm here to help you find yours on the daily. As my mama bee always says, it's time to put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Ready to start? Let's jam. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. Today, I am interviewing Lauren Quirk. She is the founder of Rich Soul Revolution. She's a speaker, life and business facilitator, mother, wife, and soon-to-be author. And she is the host of the Rich Soul Revolution podcast that helps women all over the world take a more holistic and soul-driven approach to their business. She is a powerhouse. We were just jamming for a little bit. And today we're going to bring to you the topic of fear and fulfillment. So welcome to the podcast, Lauren. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to be here and jam about this. Yes, our listeners are in for a true treat because your work in helping women you know, really look at the holistic side of things versus the hustle side of things is such an important message that translates into all aspects of work, into business owners, into parenting, parenthood, into just everything, anything in your life that you're, that you're facing that brings up those emotions of fear that are blocking us from that fulfilled sense of purpose and life. So thank you so much for being willing to bring your story so vulnerably to this audience. It's a really great one and I'm excited for you to share. Yeah, me too, me too. And like the thing is, like I believe business and life and anything else that you kind of want to throw in the mix it should be this beautiful fusion it shouldn't be like oh gosh like there's this separate you know separate business separate life separate you know children husband relationship you know I kind of want to like fuse it all together and for those that don't have businesses like it's still like you know your job you want to get up and feel fulfilled when you go to your job every day so I yeah I really like to just bring that holistic approach to life in general and just be like hey it's all good, you know, it's all great. Everything gets to be included. Everything gets yeah. to be included, all parts of us, all of it. So why don't we just dive right in? And the listeners are used to people sharing their junk to joy stories. So why don't you start in the yuck and we'll move through your story of kind of where you were at, where the blocks were at, and let them see what's possible. Like, it's not that hard, surely. So, 
know, I just remember just being like, there has to be a better way, there has to be a better way. And then, you know, I wish I could say that I had an epiphany on the bathroom floor, but I didn't. I got up and I just, you know, put my big girl pants on and went out and dealt with my kids and continued to hustle. And and then eventually I just kind of came to the conclusion that if there had to be a better way, then I had to create it. So I decided that I was just going to, like, put everything on hold. At this stage, I just had an online marketing business where I was, um, like, an affiliate marketing business. And I just put everything on hold and I took a big, you know, kind of, 30 foot view of my business and my life and I, I it was like a puzzle that I had to like take all the pieces away and and put them all back together the way I wanted them to go in order to make the puzzle work so I started with the corners and I then I started putting other things in and then you know before I knew it I, I like every little piece just added up to more fulfillment and and I just started listening to my soul and I just started to really say okay like is that coming from a space of soul or is it coming from a space of ego and fear and a lot of the times it was fear and when I had these big goals of, of earning six figures and seven figures and creating this lifestyle of freedom, I wasn't free at all. I was like, I was a slave to my business, to what I thought business had to be, to what I thought I should be as a person, as a wife, as a mother. I was a slave and I was so miserable and I realized in that that once I could pull myself out of that, that so many women out there are struggling with this same this same thing of like we, we feel like we have to be do and have it all mm-hmm. but we're coming from this like ego and fear driven space whereas like if we can step back and, and listen to our heart and our soul like it doesn't matter like what the goal is if you're doing it from that space then it doesn't it doesn't matter like if it's it none of that or none of that egotistical stuff that's going on in your head like you know, I have to make the six figures or I have to, you know, wear makeup to school, drop off every day so that I'm the prettiest mom or whatever it is, <laughs> like whatever it is that's going on for you, it doesn't matter at the end of the day when you're listening to your soul, your soul's not going to tell you that shit. Like your soul's going to tell you what you actually want, what you actually desire and what actually is going to make a difference in your life. Society does such a great job trying to paint the picture of how we're supposed to be from the time that we even graduate high school and then what's next and then it's supposed to be time we're a child fair enough sure yeah yeah all the way through we're just tossed all of these images and thoughts and we think that those images and thoughts must become our own so we don't know anywhere else to go so we adopt all of these other things that aren't ours, that don't belong in our bodies, that don't believe, belong in our brains. And instead we find our place in this, in this fear spiral constantly. And the reason why I think that the fear is there is because we're out of alignment with the fit. So instead of being in our fit, in our um, in free to be who we are and how we operate on a daily basis and it just flows and it just goes. And I'm not saying that it doesn't look messy. It can look messy. It can look crazy. It can look... And it should look messy. It should, <laughs> it should look, look messy. messy. It can be dirty and crazy and whatever, but it gets to feel like you are so yourself. You are so in your soul. And when you're when you're really stepping in as the highest, most authentic version of yourself, even when you've got mud on your face, you know, and all the flies surrounding you, and it's a crazy day, you still feel fulfilled. Because you're yes. here on purpose with a purpose and fear dissipates when we call it out and go, no, that's not my truth. 
no, that's not true. And I love how you just said you, you were in that moment of desperation. I know that so many people can relate to that on the floor moment, holding the door back, just like pounding your head against the thing going, there has to be something more. There has to be something better, whether it's in your love life, whether it's, you know, relationships, friendships, career, um, any of it, family, all of it. Um, we just reached that moment where we're just so desperate that we have to search for a better way. We have to yeah. search for another way. So thank you for kind of bringing that all the way around and going, no, I wasn't just going to say, sit and say like, that's all that there is. I was going yeah. to, you said the most beautiful thing. I was, I decided I was, it didn't exist. I was going to create it. Yeah. And so many times we don't see it. So we get really scared of what, yeah, or that it's, yeah, it's non-existent and uh, there's no way to get there. If there's not already a path built and a way to get there and there's not like, the blueprint or the, um, what's that novel, not novel, but um, the Dummies Guide to version, you know, that book series. If there's not that book on the shelf in Barnes & Noble, then there must not be a way there. Yes, yes. And I think, too, we, we so often can see other people who have like like exteriorly like created what we want to create and we think oh they're the minority they're the ones that like they're, or they're lucky but it's not about luck it's about the fact that they were willing to fail a thousand times they were willing to show up fail and do it again they were willing to and I like I really believe that like the reason that you don't have something that you want is because you haven't failed enough you haven't stepped into the person that you have to be in order to create it mm -hmm. so it's not about you know it's if you're not like if you're in a relationship and it's not the relationship that you want and this was me because me and my husband we've been married now for five and a half years together for eight and we've had a really rough time like we when I was going through all these growing pains and I was going through this experience on the bathroom floor, like he was never there and I was angry at him because I was the one that was picking up everything and I had the kids and I was trying to start a business and I was angry because he wasn't fitting inside my perfect little world that I wanted to create. And mm. we went through really hard times, but, and it wasn't until the two of us decided, like consciously decided to work on it from a space of like, this is where we're at. We are both committed. We both, committed to do this relationship what do we need to do to make it the relationship that we both want yes. how do we need to show up as the person that you know and that's where communication can open up and that's where you know love can shine in and now we're actually getting remarried we're renewing our vows later on in the year because oh. like at our, on our six-year wedding anniversary because we're not the same people we were five and a half years ago we're not those people and I don't recognize the person that stood up there that day and said the vows I don't even really remember our vows to be honest because I'd had a few too many champagne but, <laughs> but you know, I want to now marry the person that he is now because we're two different people and I think that in a relationship like I, I picture it as like these two vines and sometimes one vine will get more light sometimes one vine will get more water so it'll grow a little bit faster and it'll but as long as they're intertwined and they're growing together slowly but surely, mm. like sometimes one will grow a little bit longer, but like they're always together. So, and it's the same with business. Like sometimes you'll outgrow your business. So you have to allow your audience and your business to catch up to where you're at. And sometimes your business will outgrow you and you have to quickly, you know, run to keep up sometimes, you know, all of a sudden. And that's just, that's how life is. But if 
you're not willing to show up and to create in the first place, if you're not willing to show up in your relationship or you're not willing to show up as the mother that you want to be, then it's never going to just fall into your lap and be like, here I am, like your perfect life. So, yeah, I think that, you know, you, you, like people are so scared of failing yeah. that they don't even try. Yes. And they just stay in that safe little space of like, well, you know, this sucks and it, you know, I wake up and I go to a job that I hate every day, but at least I know it's safe. And yep. when you just step out of that and listen to your soul and maybe your soul is telling you like you need to get a new job and that pays less or that, you know, like you need to go back and start like an internship because that's like that career is where your soul actually wants to be. But you stay in this like unfulfilled life because you're you're scared to just fail a little bit. You're scared to fall over and skin your knee or get mud on the face or whatever. Like you, you want it to, to look perfect, but it doesn't. It mm-hmm. just doesn't look perfect all the time. I think that's such a beautiful point because I think the most important thing that people can do in this type of scenario in healing this relationship to failure is really learning the art of surrender and releasing expectations because in all of the things that you just mentioned in the relationship, in marriage, in um, careers, as in parenthood, all of these different categories, we have placed these expectations around how we think someone else should be or how we should be in these different scenarios. And if we can just bring the expectations out of it and don't have a clear picture, honestly, like it doesn't, you don't have to have what it's going to look like. You just have to be open to what you desire. I think just surrender and expectation release is such a big piece of this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we all have that one person in our life, whether it's a mother, a father, a husband, a, a brother, a cousin, you know, your hairdresser, whatever, that's like, oh, you're doing that. Oh, like that's, you know, you'll never make money doing that or you'll never be happy doing that. And it's like, you have the choice there to listen to your surroundings and to, to choose your own truth. Like you have this, you have this like ability to go, that's not true to me. And I've done this myself. Like, I recently spent two weeks at my dad's house, and he, bless him, I love him so much. I'm writing, like, an entire chapter in my book about our relationship because, um, you know, he's very traditional, and he's very much, um, like, he's also an entrepreneur. So I've always looked up to him and respected his business sense, but there came a point where I had to look at the way he does business and the way that my mother does business as well and say, that doesn't have to be my truth. Yes. That doesn't have to be just because they did it this way doesn't mean I have to do it this way. And it's the same when you're looking at someone on Instagram and she's got, you know, 80,000 followers and she's, you know, reeling in seven figures and has multiple brands and is just living her best life. Like that doesn't have to be true for you. You don't have to to follow someone else's like success spectrum. You don't have to, to listen to somebody else's opinion when it's like the only opinion that matters is the one that your soul is, is sending you. Mm, I love what you were talking to me about a little bit earlier, which was you can't measure your fulfillment against someone else's fulfillment. Like success equals to, we were saying success equals fulfillment right? Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't get measured in any other way other than your own personal fulfillment. So can you talk a little bit about kind of that measurement and how that's different for everybody? Yeah, absolutely. So I 
like I think that success success is is a spectrum. It's not one size fits all, and we spend a lot of time looking at other people's versions of success and thinking that's what we need. That's what like when I when I have this, I'll be successful. When I have, you know, the 2.5 kids in the white picket fence, I'll be a success. When I buy a home and, and you know, work my ass off for the rest of my life to pay it off, then I'll be a success. Or when I, you know, when I create a seven-figure business or when I meet the right person or, like, we look so far for, like, success based on what we're told that we want from society. Like, we're measuring it on somebody else's spectrum. So it's really easy to look at someone else and say, oh, they're successful. That's what I want. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to have, like, a measuring stick of, like, okay, like, I feel like I would be successful when I do this. And it's okay to have goals, but it's also really important that you start measuring based on what you want because, Maybe you were told, um, you know, I know so many people get told like they have to go to school, get a good education and they then they have to become a doctor or a lawyer or that's successful or, you know, your business isn't a success until you reach a certain financial, you know, um, like marker. And it's, I think that success is like personally for me and I know you were saying too that it's fulfillment. It's when you can go to bed at night saying, wow, today I helped someone. Or today someone new signed up to my email list or my podcast and they listened and they heard something and they sent me a message saying how, you know, much it it resonated with them and that it helped them. Or when you're on, like, if you're a coach, when you're on a coaching call and you have someone have that, like, light bulb moment and you've helped, Mm -hmm. that's fulfillment. And money is a byproduct of that. And success isn't, it's not wealth. It's not no one knows how much money is in your bank account. Like I could get on right now and be like, I'm a millionaire, you know, like we, we're actually sailing on our yacht right now. And like, you don't know that that's <laughs> true or false. Like right. people can show you what they want you to see. So like you have to stop measuring your success based on what they're showing you because you don't see the fact that, you know, maybe they have, you know, a closet drug addiction behind, you know, like you can't measure based on what someone else is showing you. Yes. Whereas like you're measuring on like your internal like success barometer you can you know you can sort of see like all right does this feel good great if not okay let's let's shift let's realign like that's success mm-hmm. when you're able to, to be in yourself and to, to do the internal work that's success that's that's so so good I feel exactly the same way and it's part of the reason why I became a food and body coach is because there were so many women who thought success looked a certain way as far as the physical body goes, right? When I get to this weight, then I'll feel fulfilled. Then I'll be loved, appreciated, whatever, whatever. And it looked like this body that that they had envisioned. Well, the problem with that is when you get to that body, you always want more. It's the same thing with money. You get, you hit a number, you hit six figures, you want seven. You hit seven, you want more. You want more, 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 more. So we've got to be really, really feeling fulfilled, like you said, with any and all of the journey, with all of the wins, with making an impact um, on others' lives, on our lives, and really shining the light where it matters, where it counts. Um, otherwise, we're going to be su- we're going to be stuck in this fear mindset forever. Do you have any tips for our listeners of how they could better create a friendship with failure? How could you create a friendship with failure? Yeah, so I mean, 
Fia's one of my best mates. Like, Fia, like, <laughs> we are tight because I used to live in this space of, like, and, and you fear fear. You know, like, we get yes. so fearful of fear. Yeah. And we're scared. But, like, when you can just look at fear as, like, okay, you're here. Like, you can't get rid of fear. I still have fear. Yeah. I just allow it to, you know, ride shotgun. And when I can sort of dance with it and say, okay, I acknowledge you. I see you. I know you're here. You're here to serve me because we, our fear, like, the, the chemical that's released when we're feeling fear in our brain, it's, it's from, you know, it's from our lizard brain. The part of our brain that that sends us fear is is our lizard brain it's our reptilian brain and it's it's kept us safe for millennia yeah and it's you know and when we can just acknowledge that and say okay you're still here for a reason because otherwise we would have evolved past fear if we didn't need fear in our life we would have evolved past it so when you can acknowledge that and you can say okay fear like i hear what you're saying i get it if i get on that live video and i look stupid people might laugh at me and or you know like if i if I start a relationship with that guy who I really, really like, it might not work out and he might not treat me like I want to be treated or he might end up being like the rest of my boyfriends. Then you, like, if you can just step into it and say, all right, Fia, look, I hear what you're saying. Let's try it. And if not, you can tell me. I told you so. <laughs> Let's just go for a little adventure and see how it goes. And when you can kind of do that and you can just step, take one step at a time and you can go, all right, Fia, let's go. Like, I understand you. And same with the ego because I feel like they're like they're like a pair. Yeah. They're always there together. Like your fear and your ego, they're there together. And when you can kind of say, all right, jump in the back seat. We're going for a drive. If it doesn't work out, we'll turn around and come back. Mm-hmm. And like you don't have a problem. Like you can just, you know. And I mean, I when I feel fear now within myself and within my business and my life, I'm actually grateful for it. Because fear tends to be an indicator that you're heading in the right path. Mm. Fear tends to be like, it used to be like, oh, geez, that saber-toothed tiger's getting kind of close. Like, you might want to run the other way. And now, now it's like, oh, you might be showing up in a way that that forces you to grow. You -hmm. might be showing up in a way that if you do that live video and someone sees it and they sign up to your program, that's going to force you to to be successful. That's going to force you into success. And that's a little bit scary. Or you might fall flat on your face, and that's also scary. So are you sure you want to do it? But there is nothing more scary than living a life that is not fulfilled. There is nothing more terrifying, and I'm telling you that from a space of someone who did that for a really long time. I lived in that space of I was so unfulfilled. I was so out of alignment. I was so miserable. I was 40-something kilos overweight, um, which I think in pounds is like 80 pounds. Um, And since, you know, shifting my business I have you know shared all of that because it was physical it was a physical manifestation of what was going on internally I was carrying around all this baggage all this this um this fear and it was physically manifesting on, on my body yes and now like I actually like I had bariatric surgery to lose um the weight because I have some medical conditions but mm-hmm. as soon as that weight started coming off I felt lighter within my soul like it was like my soul had carried that weight and mm-hmm. once it started coming off then I was free to stop thinking and worrying about that and I was free to start looking at ways that I could step into the new version of me that like and I always say like who do I need to become to execute that vision like my vision is so much bigger than what I have now but it's just taking little steps and just bringing fear along for the journey just saying fear come on let's go like 
I know you don't want to, but off we go. Like, you have to come with me because if you don't, I won't know when I get to the next roadblock. I won't know. Fear is such a great indicator of saying, like, when fear comes up in your life, in your business, it's a really great indicator of going, okay, I'm feeling a little bit of fear. My ego is chiming in and saying, like, you know, I look silly. I could, you know, make a dick of myself. But it's a really great indicator to say you're on the right path. You're heading in the right direction and you've got this. Yeah. So now I just acknowledge that and that's how I created my friendship with fear. I love that so much. And when we can acknowledge it, when we can call it out, when we know that it's there, when we know that that emotion exists and we're like, hi, I see you, I feel you, I acknowledge you, it starts to diminish its power. It starts to lose its power, its hold on you. So I love that it's just healing the relationship or creating, creating yeah. a a good relationship with these emotions that can be so big and so overpowering and so overwhelming at times. It's kind of interesting. You and I were both talking about how some people fear uh, growth, fear trying new things because it's it, it, it seems bigger than them. It seems overwhelming. If I'm going to start a business, if I'm going to start a new hobby, okay, well then, and their mind goes like fast forward, 2,000 step process, okay, I'm too scared. I don't want to have to go there. But then on the flip side, there's people who actually fear being too successful. They're, you know, what if I get too big, then what does that look like? And I think the thing that they share in common, the people that go too fast, too quick, and, and are stuck in overwhelm, and the people that fast forward to success, that it's the fear of the unknown. We get so scared that we don't know how to get there again that blueprint and we don't know what's going to happen along the way that we just get trapped in fear Mm -hmm. yeah and fear is like fear is this kind of comfortable place to hang out too because while you're in fear you have excuses you have these things that keep you where you are in this little you know like concrete box and outside of that you don't know what's outside because you can't see it you can't like if you're sitting in a concrete box you can't see outside all you know is what's inside the box so once you smash out of it and you can see like you don't know that success might you know like earning seven figures a year might not be a good fit for you you might earn seven figures and be miserable yep um i know lots of people i know lots of millionaires who are like they're not happy people but they they achieved a goal that they had but they're not happy so it comes back to that of like if you can just listen to your soul then fear doesn't have to control you fear doesn't and like it's comfortable it's safe but it's also not soul fulfilling it's also not what's gonna like when you're on your deathbed you have have to be like yes I'm so glad I did that I'm so glad I jumped you know Mm -hmm. and I'm so glad I started those hip-hop lessons or I'm so glad that I you know I'm so glad that I asked that person out on a date because now that they were my husband for 50 years and, you know, like it's when you're, when you're stuck in that fear thing, you're closing off your mind to possibility. And I like to say that, you know, we live in the world of probability, like, oh, I'll probably fail or I'll probably get Mm. rejected or I'll probably Mm. never be as successful as them or as happy as them or blah, 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 blah. We live in this probability world, but we shut off so much possibility in that space. So if we can shift into possibility and always look at something like, what are the possibilities here? And yeah, okay, I'm not going to tell you that every single move you make, you're going to 
be flawless and everything's going to be perfect because it's not. And I still take missteps, whether they're big or small. And it's, it's about trusting that you're going to get, like sometimes you have to make a misstep because you have to learn a lesson in order to move forward, in order to go to the next step, in order to be able to show up in a more stronger, um, you know, more soul fulfilling way. You have to like go through a bit of shit. You have to, you know, go through the mud. You have to slip. You have to fall. You have to, you know, graze your hand and you have to just be able to get up and go. But I think that when we're living in this probability state, we're like, it's like we're doing these calculations in our head. Well, oh my God, like we, if I, you know, if I ask that person out on a date or if I go out on a date with that person or if I, you know, if I have kids now and I, I don't do, you know, this, this and this, but it's like if I have kids now, what's stopping me from going and traveling? What's stopping me from, you know, creating a business that I love? Like it's, we live in all these like, oh no, I can't do that because if I do that, then I can't do this. And we live in this probability state where there's so much possibility out there if we're just willing to reach out and take it. Mm, So well said. Thank you for that. I'm a big believer in the language that we use within our own internal mindset um, on the daily and just being able to make that one shift in language in your mind of possibility instead of probability is so powerful so thank you for that nugget that is such a gem yeah yeah and I love you know like I I love to just ask myself like if I'm if I'm feeling a bit of fear if I'm feeling a little bit of like like I'll probably not you know like I probably won't be able to to run that event or I probably won't be able to to do that or we probably can't buy that car or whatever it is then I just have like I just have to center myself and say okay but what what's the possibility here yes I possibly could run that big event and sell out all the tickets or I possibly could write that book and, you know, sell a copy, you know, like (laughs) I possibly could show up and help somebody today. You're like, oh, I probably wouldn't or I probably couldn't. Then you're just going to keep yourself stuck and you're just going to feel this like gross current running through you of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not, you know, like I'm not showing up in in the capacity that I'm here for. Hmm. Thank you for saying that little tidbit about when I write the book, I could possibly sell it to one person because I do think it's really important for us to know that success can be just impacting one person. That could be your purpose on this earth is to change one person's life. And we get so hung up so many times in placing success on this big, huge pedestal that must be a New York Times bestseller versus just share my story so that somebody else can see themselves, which is why I'm so proud of this podcast because it's moments like this where I get to interview everyday people who are just brave enough to share their story so that somebody else can hear it, see the possibility, and move forward in their own light. So thank you so much for sharing all of this with us, with the listeners today. This is so helpful, this discussion on fear versus failure and all the possibilities of just living holistically instead of the hustle. Yeah. 
so magical so good <laughs> thank you well thank you so much for having me i i love getting on and jamming about this stuff and it's funny because like i have my own podcast but it's always different when someone else is asking the questions because i feel like i it's like another layer of me i yes. can share like another layer whereas i if i'm on there interviewing someone else it's about what they're bringing to the table and i try to bring on guests that have you know like you know like different things to what i offer so that they can get like a, a you know like a broader a broader range of what they have but i also feel like when I do like a solo jam it's just me kind of yapping away (laughs) right so it's really nice to have like you know an interview where I can share like another side of of what I do and what I'm about so thank you for having me on oh it's a delight I and on that note I want people to know where they can find you tell us the couple of tidbits of where should they go to get more of you yes so I if I'm not hanging out on Instagram I am in my Facebook group which is rich soul revolutionaries but yeah instagram is at lauren.quirk and yeah i also have my podcast rich soul radio which is on itunes spotify yeah and it's that's pretty much where you'll find me (laughs) perfect and we'll put everything in the show notes so everybody knows exactly where to go to find you and i just always close the podcast asking my uh guests with two questions the same two questions every time so if you don't mind me asking what do you love most about yourself oh wow um probably the thing I love most about myself is my resilience the fact that you know I have the balls to get up and keep going and no matter how many times I've knocked myself down no matter how many how many times life has knocked me down I just I have the the guts to just get up and keep going. So that's probably my favorite thing about myself. I always feel really uncomfortable talking about myself. I'm a Virgo, so I'm actually quite modest. I try to put on this, like, cool front, but, like, deep inside I'm, like, super modest. So that's a challenging question. (laughs) That's why I always ask people because nobody likes to talk about themselves, but it's such a beautiful way to see see how people can give themselves something back and appreciate themselves and I just met you you know an hour ago and I can see the I can feel the resilient energy in your essence like I can tell that you you own that and you have that within your your being and I love that you that you draw that you pulled on that so thank you for that and the last question is what does joy feel like oh joy is just it's the best feeling (laughs) it is joy joy feels like fulfillment it feels like wholeness Mm. it feels like you're complete when you can be in a state of joy and when you know and it's different for everybody but when when I feel like I'm in a state of joy it's like 10 out of 10 yeah It's, it's, it's the best so yeah that's beautiful beautiful thank you so much it's it's really been fun chatting with you today i know we'll continue conversations and all that jazz so just thanks so much and you guys make sure you go out and when lauren releases her book we'll put something out there in the universe as well and out on all of our social to brag about her as well it's coming so stay tuned and keep following her thank you so much for everything today thanks for having me Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message, 
question or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about Cup of Joy the Podcast and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon!